Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And we're really having a lot of fun today. And I always love talking to Steve Hoot Jonagan, the man who, uh, boy, has been around Baylor for a lot of years now. And he's still dug in over there. I mean, he's tried to take non-coaching roles, but he's still, they keep reeling him back in. And Hoot, I was just, um, first of all, welcome to the program. Second of all, how exciting is it that one of our local teams just went won a uh, baseball state title? Man, that is so awesome, man. Uh, you know, and they were over here at the Baylor ballpark and great crowds and, and a lot of excitement, great atmosphere. And, uh, you know, just to get there is one thing, but uh, to actually pull it off, man, that's outstanding. So happy for those guys. Now, you've, for years, uh, gone to that tournament. You've had to do it for recruiting reasons. I'm sure also just some enjoyment uh, reasons. What's the, for people that haven't done that, what's the atmosphere like at, at uh, either Dell Diamond or Dish Falk, uh, where, they, where they obviously have played some over the years? What, do, what is that? Um, a lot of people have been to, like, state football uh, uh, championships, but maybe have never been to the baseball. What does that atmosphere feel like, especially when those small towns, all those folks come rolling into town and try to take over those ballparks? I would, I would say it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience because you're right. They haven't experienced that type of atmosphere all year long. You get in a big stadium, and uh, you've got great crowds. The whole city is excited for you. The, the city just shuts down and says, hey, we're going. Here we go. And, uh, you know, from a recruiting perspective, you love seeing kids compete in that type of atmosphere because that's the kind of atmosphere they're going to be in as they move to the next level and the next level. And can they rise to the occasion? Can they handle the pressure? And, you know, and can they do all those kind of things, too? And, uh, you know, there's a lot of times that, that kids get caught up in the moment. They're so excited. They want it so bad. And, and their performance isn't always shown on the field like they can. And uh, for those guys to come out there and come out with that state championship, that's outstanding. And it'll definitely be experience that they'll they'll never forget the rest of their lives. Now, Hoot, what's the what's the farthest you guys? Uh, I was trying to think back to your days as uh, growing up in the uh, College Station, there in the Bryan College Station area. What um, did y'all did y'all make it to state? I'm trying to. I, 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 my oh, memory no. is not serving me well. Oh, you didn't quite make it to state. <laughs> no, we, we didn't. Back in those days, Bryan High School was uh, in there with Temple and Round Rock. Ooh. And uh, Round Rock had a few players in there. Mark Gold, who actually came to Baylor and pitched here a little bit, too. He kind of ended our season a little bit, too. So uh, we were not uh, we were not a baseball powerhouse at that time. And, and uh, we faced Waco Richfield back in the day and, and uh, I remember Buddy Haney uh, kind of beat me out at shortstop for all district, and we wound up being teammates at A&M down the road. So uh, those are also great things that go through your, you know, in high school days, you play against other other kids from different cities and different districts and stuff. And next thing you know, you're, if you're getting a chance to play at the next level, you're on the same team as they are, and your baseball and network just continues to expand and grow. And, uh, you know, you – you stay lifelong friends with those guys, so uh, it's really a neat experience. Hoot, I'm sorry if somebody beat you out for uh, all district. I'm very upset, and I'm I'm happy to <laughs> protest on your behalf all these years yeah. later. Okay, 
Well, it was it was justified, but he was a great player. <laughs> I kind of got I kind of got uh, was at the wrong spot, at the wrong wrong time because he was definitely deserving more than I was. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, who? What do you think about this? This is really fascinating. This um, this uh, women's softball. You got one eye overall on, on these super regionals as well. But for women's softball, this is a time of year when all eyes go out there. Now, I was frustrated last night because I thought, oh, they're putting this on the same night as NBA Finals. And of course, we can't ever make everybody happy because if we put it in there in the day, people would be mad that it wasn't in prime time. So there's never any way to make people completely happy. But this OU team, now, the, the part is, I mean, they're a rival. They're, you know, you, you're trying to take them down, but you also have to admire uh, what Coach Gasso has built uh, over the years. I mean, this is – I was kind of looking up her career and trying to familiarize myself with, like, how this all came together. Um, I, this, is, um, th- this is something sort of on the verge now of, of becoming a dynasty. Who, put this in perspective for me. Does this almost feel like – starting to feel like what was going on with UConn and women's basketball? Uh, this – this really feels like something amazing, and and oh by the way, at least by the way, in a couple of years you don't have to you don't have to see them every year. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, by the way, too, we had them beat with two outs in the seventh inning this year, one to nothing. Ooh, and, uh, right. Ball and and uh, I mean, holy cow! Uh, and they've only lost three games all year. That would have been one of them. So we were right there with them. And you know, I I always always love to accept that challenge and our girls did too as well and and uh but they are they're tough to beat you you cannot leave any stone unturned you have to play a perfect game almost and we did for for uh six and two-thirds innings uh but but yeah it's what they're doing there right now is, is incredible and of course i think the covid giving some of these kids an extra year stuff brought them back they've got half their team right now is juniors and seniors uh, and uh, and rightfully so, and it shows, you know. And a lot of them were back from last year's national championship team. Uh, the main ones they lost were were in the circle, and arguably they got better in the circle this year with freshman of the year Jordy Ball and and Trotwine, the transfer from uh, from North Texas. So uh, they're an incredible the incredible team. The numbers they're putting up are video game numbers. Uh, it's off the charts. You cannot make a mistake, or they're going to take advantage of it and. Uh, that's what elite teams do, and and that's what they're doing right now. But uh, having said that, they still got to go out and play. Uh, they they've got uh, they've got to win one more game as they go on, and and you know the Longhorns have stuck in there uh, and come back from a couple deficits this year, World Series already, and uh, you know it's a l- little bit harder to come back against OU, but hey, all things are possible, and uh, you know we'll see what happens tonight. But uh, but yeah, they're definitely definitely an impressive team, and. Uh, you know they're they're in a different league by themselves right now, but but uh, they'll lose some of these seniors here this year, and and that'll help. And we'll see what happens with this transfer portal. Things are kind of crazy with reloading every year, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but anyway, yeah, they're definitely a, a team to watch right now for sure. I saw that UCLA score the other day, and I I about fell out of my chair. We're so conditioned to them, you yeah. know, being on top. It's like whoa, whoa, they're going to lose, and you you almost have to remind yourself, okay, they got another chance. That that Jocelyn yeah. uh, Alo, the the the, the big time pi- Alo, yeah, uh, is yeah, yeah. 
what is what is there any way like if you're sitting there talking to your pitchers? Okay, here's our here's what we're going to try to do. Now you could always just put her on every time, which by the way is not a bad strategy. But if you yeah. decide to if you decide to pitch to her, I mean, is there any weakness? And and what makes what makes her so good? Because I mean, you've got some great power hitters in uh, in softball, but yeah. but th- this is uh, this is something we don't always see uh someone that's this dangerous at the plate is it just is it the bat speed is it the power is it sort of the combo of all that it's the combo she's she's the real deal and here's the thing she can she can hit inside pitches she can hit outside pitches she can hit high pitches she can hit low pitches she can hit them all and 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 she can hit them with authority and that's what's impressive you know she's kind of like a Wade Boggs, if you will, of, of, of softball. She can hit to all fields. Uh, and you, you have to, uh, you have to catch her off guard. She has a plan up there. She trusts her hands. She can wait as long as she possibly can before she starts her swing. It's a quick swing. And, uh, you've got to catch her guessing away and popping her in, or you have to have her guessing in and get her away or maybe down and sneaking one by or high and, but and I'll tell you this too: if you don't have the ammunition, meaning if you're not throwing upper sixties, low seventies with some movement uh, and hitting the spot, you don't really have a chance with her because her bat is so quick that she can do that. But uh, and then then you get the fact that kids are so you know afraid to make a mistake that they walk her and then they get behind, they have to put one over the the, the middle of the plate, and, and we all know what happens to that when you when she does that. But she hits good pitches as well. She's hit pitches on the outside river and on the inside and kept them fair, that rise ball, the drop ball. She hits them all, and that's what makes her tough. And basically, you just got to try to change your approach every time, but you got to have some ammunition when you, when, you, uh, when you do that, too, in the circle. And uh, Coach Newman has did an, out, an outstanding job here, you know, because we, we played her out in Hawaii when she was one home run away from tying the record there, and uh, we didn't walk her. We went right at her, and our girls pitched her well, and I think she got a couple of hits. And you consider that a good day when you keep her in the yard, and she only gets a couple of hits and doesn't get forward, hit it out of the park. <laughs> but uh, but Coach Newman does an outstanding job of uh, mixing her pitches, mixing her approach. And it's like, okay, she thinks we're coming in this time, we're going away, you know, or we'll try to sneak the rise ball in, and all that kind of good stuff. So you've got to be on top of your game, and you've got to catch her looking for you know, the other pitch in order for you to have a chance because she's uh, she's really that special. You're starting to sound like a softball coach, Hoot. You better watch it. You may, you may, <laughs> yeah, you may just. <laughs> <laughs> the rise, the drop, looking yeah. on the river, all those kind of things, you know. So, But if you look at her overall average, she's getting close to 500. Holy cow. I mean, that hasn't been done since I retired from baseball. Holy cow. That's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> yeah yeah i like you you're, you're kind of yeah i like I, I like you're going some harry carey here talking to yeah. steve hoot jonagan on the matt mosley show espn <laughs> central texas hoot that uh that baylor baseball job is is now open boy you were there for a lot of years you've loved that program for so long um and, and what do you when you when you think about this search and what they're doing I'm kind of curious what you think. How important is it to find someone who knows how to recruit or maybe has that background of recruiting at a private school like Baylor? I mean, I, 
I guess that's not – Max said the other day they don't have to have that, but to me that would be a really nice uh, uh, something to have in your arsenal. Um, but I mean, how important is is that recruiting piece to figuring out who this next coach is going to be? Well, you know, the re- recruiting is the name of the game in every sport at every place. And, uh, you know, what you do is when you get someplace, you look at the, the obstacles you have in front of you, whether it's a private school or a state school or whatever it is, and, and uh, you, you break it down and you figure it out. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I don't know that you necessarily have to have that background. Uh, if you're going to work at it, you're going to figure out how this, how this has to work here at a private school or whatever. Uh, I think it would obviously help, but, hey, you never know. So, uh, but, but recruiting's the name of the game regardless of where you go. And uh, you've got to get some quality players in there, and, and they've got to trust you as, as coaches and your staff and believe in what you're doing, and you've got to put the sale on them. And, and uh, all the successful coaches and the ones that, the one that they will hire here next, whoever that might be, We'll definitely have done that in the past for sure, uh, regardless of whether it's at a private school or a state school or wherever it is. Uh, they're going to have that uh, those ties and be able to get out on that road and get in there and recruit. So, uh, you know, Mac Rhodes, and Mac we trust here at Baylor. He's done an outstanding job in the past at, at hiring some quality coaches in all the sports, and I'm sure he will do no, no different here as he uh, looks for the next head baseball coach at Baylor. That's how you stay employed at Baylor, saying things like Absolutely. that in, in Mac yeah. We Trust. <laughs> you, you like that? You like that, baby? But, but it is. We do. You know, he's, he's the best athletic director in the country, bar none, and uh, he shows it, and, and we do. We put our trust in him. He's got a process he follows. You know, we're, we're preparing champions for life out here, and uh, he's, our, he's our leader, and we're following him, and he's doing an outstanding job. So we got all the confidence in the world that he's going to do what's right for Baylor. What what was your who this postseason uh, championship that y'all won the NISC? I can't yes. say that I was I was totally aware uh, of that tournament over the years. What was your gut reaction when when y'all got invited to that? Because obviously y'all went in and decided, hey, this is if we're going to show up, we're going to show up in a big way and and try to win this thing. What when you and Glenn and everybody were kind of talking about this? Was there what was kind of the thought process of let's go do this, and then on top of that, hey, let's let's put our best foot forward. Like, why why did you why did you yeah. want to play in this as badly as you did? That's a great question, and believe me, we tossed around that, uh, you know, in our coaching staff meeting uh, many days before we decided to do it. And and you're right, we want to be in the NCAA. That's where we belong. That's where we want to be. That's our goal won a national championship in the NCAA. And, but at the same time, you know, we realized what we had here, how young we were with 13 new, new kids here, whether freshmen or, or transfers. And we, we had gotten better as the season went along and we were growing in. And we thought, you know, kind of like a college football bowl series, you know, you get more practices with your kids. You know, they, they, in softball, they don't have summer leagues like they do in baseball, or not as many of them. They're starting to develop a few. But these kids don't go out and play like they do in baseball. And we're like, let's, let's stay here and let's get some quality practices in. Let's get better. Let's set the tone for, for next year, so to speak. And, by the way, let's go up there and win. And uh, so, you know, we, we did. We, we tossed around that idea. And, you know, I tell you what, Coach Moore – he went around and drew on experience. And, and one of the coaches that he called over here was Scott Drew. 
and he asked him, what would you do? And without hesitation, Coach Drew said, absolutely. He says there's only two teams that get to finish with the W at the end of the year, and you've got a chance to be one of them. And, you, it, and to do it, you got to sell your team on it. And Coach Moore did an outstanding job. We went up there. We gained some confidence. We got on a roll, and we were able to bring back, uh, back that. And, and I'm telling you, you know, I think the confidence uh, that our girls gathered from that, those four games up there, uh, is going to spill over. I really do. I think they're excited to get back here next fall. I know we are as coaches. Uh, we're trying to find a couple more missing pieces of the puzzle here in the transfer portal, and uh, we're excited to get them back next fall and build off of that momentum and get into the NCAAs next year and, and try to do it in that uh, tournament. All right, Steve, keep me posted. Take a peek in the portal. I know that that's changed your whole life, hasn't it, having to look in there every day? <laughs> see, yeah, multiple see. times a day. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see who's yeah. in there. We got too many going the opposite direction in baseball right now. We're losing some good players, but again, right. as you said, uh, your mantra. Uh, sometimes you just have to be patient, and you know the new coach will have his thoughts on what kind of players he wants and everything. So you, I think, well, as we've totally. seen with college basketball, you can't freak out about people leaving because if you yeah. make a change, people are going to leave and and all that. But I'm glad we. We're going to stay with the continuity, and uh, I love that y'all won that tournament. I think it was a, ended up being. A, I got to say, I said on the air, I'm like, I don't know if I'd go do that, and yeah. uh, but y'all did it, and then and then yeah. you you're, you got there, and I think you got more and more excited along the way. So, Steve, it's always yeah. fun to catch up with you. Let's do it more often, and uh, I I know we're only focused on the Bears, but uh, I will say. Uh, good luck to your old college team. I won't even mention them, but uh, that, uh, that, that, you know, I hope they do make the World Series. That would be fun. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, man. It's always a pleasure to be on with you. Uh, you bet. There he goes. Hoot Jonigan. I uh, have known him for years. Great, great guy and uh, always fun. And after many, many years as baseball coach, um, came out of uh, – well, it wasn't really retirement. He was still working for Baylor, but they uh, they put him over there. He was doing broadcast. They said, hey, we need you to coach softball. And Coach Moore has enjoyed Hoot so much that he's not let him go back to the booth. And Derek, and you know, he's he's been, he keeps waiting for Hoot to show back up, but I don't think they're going to let him out of this coaching thing. He cannot get it out of his system. So great to visit with Hoot. Always fun. Uh, next, though, we do have something we call.